0: Hello again and welcome to the Fish Cast. My name is Corey Long, here with Charles Fishbine. How you doing, Fish? Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas! (laughs) You celebrate all, all, all things. Celebrate Fish is an all, all holiday celebrator. Yeah, Mike, you even got like the like the thirteen days of Hanukkah gifts and then all the Christmas gifts too. I think, right?
1: Yeah, he broke the bank this year, man.
0: Oh yeah, okay. If only I could grow up being half Jewish, I'd tell you it would have been I mean I, I'd I'd have cleaned <laughs> up too. No doubt about it.
1: I'd have yeah. nailed it. I'd have man. nailed
0: it. I'd have run Christmas. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is like the Hanukkah equivalent of Santa Claus? Is it like like the Hanukkah fairy or something? <laughs> no, no,
1: about? it's just a dreidel, man, and some chocolate it's just, <laughs> it's gold coins.
0: It's just yeah. a dreidel full of coins. Fair enough. Oh yeah. uh, guest time. We got a guest today. They're really Andrew, this is really an intriguing guest. Uh We we know, we, we we hear a lot about the NIL, but I can tell you on my hand, Charles, I don't really, I don't I only know a lot about it. I just know it exists. I know oh. it's, you know, it's provided a, a gateway of income for college football players, but I couldn't tell you the first thing about it, and... I said, you know what? And, and we talked about it, so let's bring on somebody who knows something about it. And he said, I know somebody who knows something about it. So I'm going to let you make this introduction, Mr. Tarklin.
1: Yes, uh, I met James actually probably about four or five years ago at the University of Miami camp, went up to him. His son was working out and uh, spoke to him and uh, spoke to him a couple of times while his co- son was getting recruited. He had committed to University of Miami. And then about a year ago, uh, I think, we we got back together as far as communicating and everything, and um, he asked me a few things as far as um, his son and this and that, as as far as you know, maybe going to some schools as with the portal. But we talked about the uh, whole NIL, and I know very little bit about it. I mean, I know that you hear rumors about what kids get offered, and I wanted to ask you now that you've been part of this, are are the numbers really legit are they do the kids actually get that amount do they get part of it and it's incentive based what's the deal with the whole nil and the numbers you hear
2: you're asking me yes yes well like what numbers have you heard yes the the numbers uh are are real six figures um it's very similar to uh i'm an nfl agent as well um, very similar to uh, NFL free agency. Um, big difference. There's really not a lot of rules. Um, they, what, what I have seen, both from clients as well as, well, yes, the numbers are real. And no, it's not incentive-based. Um, you know, the deal's the deal. Kid doesn't pan out from what I've seen. They, they, they still get what they were uh Promise, we're talking large sums of money, uh, vehicles, things of that nature, and it, yes, it's legit.
1: So, yeah, how,
0: yeah go oh, core. You're good. Oh, okay. We're here on the fish cast with James Tarquin. Uh Mister T- I guess my, my first question is how? What? Are, what? Are, what are the amounts of paperwork that need to get that need to be done to make sure that a deal is honored? And have you seen situations where a deal wasn't honored? And 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 what 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 would be the what would be the safeguards against something like that happening?
2: That's a great question because obviously schools can't use it as an inducement to get the kid to come, right? So theoretically, anyway, they're not supposed to talk about any NIL or, or any type of money or an inducement other than if the kid commits to the school once he's under scholarship. You know, that's the way it's supposed to work. And yes, there's contracts. There's specific parameters in terms of, hey, here's the dollar amount. You're going to get paid. You have to do X number of appearances. You get paid. You get compensated for NIL in accordance with an appearance, Twitter posts, um, going on a podcast with your teammates. So there's very specific requirements from both sides in order to, you know, fulfill the contract. It's a contract.
1: As, as an as an agent, um, you're not there representing the players. You can't do that until you know they've declared for the draft. But there's this part of it where you know I've met other agents as well. They've now are involved in the NIL part of it. What role do you guys play as far as uh do you help find uh businesses that want to uh advertise with these gentlemen? What where where do you guys come in from your side of it? where it doesn't, you know, they're, you're not crossing the line. You're just doing, you know, the NIL part of it.
2: Well, at least in Florida, no. Kids, even in high school, can have an agent as long as you have a license, which I do. Um, you have to be licensed, you know, by the Department of Professional Regulation in the state of Florida. So, no, it's very. You can, you can be very active in terms of negotiating the amount as well as finding opportunities for a kid to advertise. So, like I said, it's similar to NFL, man as crazy as it suddenly has become
0: Now, I mean when you when you say when you say appear what is the in island overall like what's it, what's under the in island umbrella is it signings is it merchandise is it uh appearances uh is it is it all of those things all, is it more all of, those, all, of all, those,
2: things. all of those things primarily uh you know, you see these kids post for, like, the bread bank of Florida. That's part of the NIL. There's compensation associated with that. You know, you have the Florida Gator players, you know, getting the name of a company out there, and yes, they get compensated for that, just like advertising a Buick or or Bud Light or whatever. I'm not supposed to advertise alcohol, but like USC had the, uh, oh, the non-alcoholic brewing company. That was a big deal out there. So the old line would would uh, post for that, advertise for that, and that that, you know that would be compensated for that.
0: Are there areas that are still taboo for NIL? When I say taboo, I mean I would obviously the first thing that come to mind would be gambling and alcohol. Yeah, Uh, are those areas that I mean are are are, are student are student athletes still? Are they allowed to do NILs with gambling or alcohol? No, not at all. No. Okay.
1: No. No. So you you come into the picture, James, as far as an agent, um, what what do you tell a prospective client what you can do for them, how you could help them enhance their visibility? Is it through social media? I know some agents that I've spoken to, they try to put uh, platforms as far as social media stuff together for them. What is your role in this whole thing as far as what you can provide as an uh, agent?
2: Well, part of it is obviously uh, our agency, we we have to be familiar with the rosters of, di- of the different schools. Let's say a, a team's losing a, a couple key wide receivers and you know a kid who's a wide receiver. Part of it is providing information as what a team would need. Okay. Let's say they need a new wide receiver or they need a, a veteran offensive lineman, for example. Then you get involved in, in you know, helping the kid uh, facilitate the relationship with the school
0: where the nil market is it's uh you know it's there's nobody really governing over it it's kind of uh you know it's a there's nobody governing over transfers with the recent uh recent court decisions federal court decisions uh you have unlimited transfers uh nils can change from year to year um are all nil deals Currently, like, one year, bind, one season, I guess, binding contracts. Are you seeing situations where teams are trying to get multiple seasons on a deal? And, sign, you know, or, or programs, they're trying to get multiple seasons, or is everything still one season right now?
2: Generally, what I've seen is one deal it's a 12-month deal. And, uh, you know, that's what I've experienced. I'm sure there's others, you know, like a quarterback, for example. Maybe have I personally been involved in – multi-year deals no the ones I've seen are 12 months but
1: when, when you look at these deals one of the things that I know has come up I, a, a friend of mine is a tax attorney and he's already had a few of these kids call him uh from a tax standpoint what do you advise these kids or uh, tell them to talk to somebody because they are getting large sums of money a lot of these kids have never had this type of money and from a financial standpoint and a tax purpose have you gotten involved in advising them or or introducing them to someone so they know what to do with their money uh, once they get these large amounts?
2: Yeah, whether they listen or not is a different matter. Of course, um, you know, I have clients give them advice and whatever, they pay me for advice and they ignore it. But yes, <laughs> some programs are smart. If they say, hey, we're going to give you 50 grand, they already take the taxes off the top so the kid doesn't have to worry about it. So 50 means 50. So it could really mean be 65 or 70. They've taken the taxes out up front. But yeah, I'm not a tax expert by any means. Um, But yeah, you certainly try to advise them that, hey, man, whatever the 50 you get, it's going to be taxed. So you have to plan ahead for that. And of course, you can see
0: NFL guys
2: who don't do that.
0: What's currently the different? I mean, I know that the NIL say so it seems like states have been adjusting different things, you know, different policies this time. When I know Florida's I have a feeling Florida's original NIL policy was a little bit more restrictive than their current one. <laughs> is there a particular is there one state that's kind of providing the template? for the way the current NIL situation works and other states are kind of following that plan to stay competitive? Very
2: good question. I I think so. Obviously, I think about, I don't know, eight or 10 months ago, uh, Florida passed a law saying you cannot prevent a kid from profiting off his name, image like this. That's what it is. It's more of a prohibition rather than a permission in terms of other states or other, you know, schools, man, yeah, they seem very similar. I haven't thoroughly researched it, but yeah, they're similar. I mean, but again, there's really no rules. That's the, that's the deal. <laughs> there's no rules, man. And so many schools are, are crazy.
1: I, I, one of the questions I have for you is, you know, you look at the NFL they, and all these professional leagues and that's what this has become. It's basically become a minor league professional league for these, student so-called student athletes are now getting really paid to play i know that people don't want to use that word uh what is this sustainable in your opinion at the current like format or is it going to have to be rehauled uh to in the future because it just seems like what's the top amount you know you hear with the cam ward kid that he's asked miami upwards of 3 million dollars what can these schools actually pay before they sit there and go wait a second we just can't pay this amount. It's not sustainable, and it, the the current system will crash.
2: Excellent, excellent question. Ultimately, you know, uh, if you have schools with a lot of money, it'll eventually eliminate competition. If you if you well listen, there's only a set number of kids on each roster, right? Right. So so even if you get a top heavy school with a lot of money, uh, eventually the talent is going to be spread out. Look at Colorado. Right. Okay, that team was a non-factor last year right were they owned 12 yep the most one of the most popular programs in the country two factors in my humble opinion you got the portal and you got Nil suddenly they're competitive they're exciting to watch I don't know there's a lot of arguments to be made is very very good for the game you got the NCAA that makes million billions of dollars. Off the backs of these kids. I mean,
1: having so. you know, having a son that has played now, at, he's going to be at his third Power Five university. How is it? Has he told you anything about the locker room and how it's affected? Maybe some of the like some kids getting paid more that maybe aren't worth it, or has that discussion come up? Like, you know, Dad, this this kid isn't even starting, and he's making five hundred thousand. This other kid's uh, starting. <laughs> Guard, and he's not making that much. Is there what's it like in the no, locker room? That is one of the, the the,
2: amazing things to me. I thought, how do you keep these kids happy, especially you know, 19, 20 year old kid? When the actual perfect question, I thought that was going to be an issue. I have not heard a peep about this. No resentment, no questioning of Joe makes this, I make this, or his and I L deal is bigger. For however, they've managed that. From what I, my perception is, that that is a non-factor in the locker room. Well, that's well,
1: a good. That's a good thing. <laughs> that was one thing that I was always like, you know what? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Because you could have an all-American center, and centers, let's be honest, offense alignment. And your son knows this. They're not going to have the same, you know, up, you know, whatever you want to talk about, like a wide receiver, or a quarterback. They're not going to have that same. Um, you know, knee, you know, as far as NIL, they're they're not going to get that same attraction as maybe one of those skill kids. So I was wondering how if a kid was an all American center and some kids, a third steering quarterback and that kid that's actually helping the team isn't getting paid, how it affects that locker room. And it's, it's interesting that you say it hasn't on any of the three teams that your son's been on.
2: No, man, that was one of the things i am like, how are they going to manage this? And no, it's uh, from what I've seen, Nope, no in fact no negative impact on the morale or infighting among the team. I have not heard any of that.
0: You, you know, there's there's a lot of speculation thrown around and a lot of numbers, and you know, and this guy supposedly wants this amount or, or whatever. And I'm very happy that this these, these contracts and things are kept out of the public. I think for the safety of the uh, student athlete for start or at least the safety of his family because not every not every student athlete grows up in a great area. And if they would publicly were known that they were now worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, a million dollars or whatever, it might, you know, might put your fam- might put their family in, you know, some pretty immediate danger, I, I would think. My concern is that do you think eventually these things will become public, especially the deals that are done at public especially deals that are done with public universities where you know, I mean I how are they, I guess how are they done right now to avoid being being looked at in public records or are they done to be avoided public yeah, you, know, you know these are great questions. It's such a it's a relatively new
2: process. Maybe it's gone on and we never even knew about it, but it's a relatively new process. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's provisions in place. Obviously, there's a discussion. You you know, you don't talk about it. Um, But there is a hard copy binding contracts that that I have seen. But I don't know how, how... the kid, unless the kid's you know, shares the contract, which would be absurd to do, but I don't know. I don't know if there's any law in place that prohibits the disclosure.
1: Yeah. If you watch Pony Express, you know this has been going on for a long time. Fantastic. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, and James.
1: No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Um, Yeah. You know, where, where do they, do you, you know, your son's gone going on a different direction. Your son's been in the portal um where you know nil the portal where where do you see this thing in a year or two from now three years from now do you see that they're going to put some guardrails i mean you i don't know if you listen to uh chip kelly when he came out after his bowl game he's like listen we need to make these kids employees we need to give them health insurance and let's go to you know two major uh conferences. Where they play each other and have a you know a P5 and a G5 championship. Where do you think it's gonna go in the next couple of years, in your opinion, from what you've seen?
2: Yeah, I think there's been there's been movements so that movement toward trying to unionize the, these kids. Um, yeah, at some point, something like that. I, I definitely see happening, you know, being treated as an employee with, with the benefits of an employee. I mean, let's look at it. It's a, it's a fiction, man. Why? How did the NCAA say, "Hey, they're, they're amateurs. They can't make any money." It's look back years ago. If some kid, you know, whatever. He had a bottle of coke. He'd get suspended or use some, lose some eligibility. It's it's
1: yeah.
2: it's gotten extreme. But yes, along the lines of what you just mentioned, I think it's progressing that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, you used to have guys get like tuxedos for awards banquet and have to miss a bowl game is ridiculous i mean or a kid, parent getting an airplane ticket it, it went from one extreme to the totally opposite extreme and it's it, it literally is a wild wild west i mean i i had a coach tell me uh and i'm not going to name the coach but he basically said fish this is pay for play and i know people want, don't want to hear that and that's not the whole purpose of nil but it's got i mean it's gotten out of hand and it's it's crazy i think me personally and I don't know what you think about this especially with the bowl games I think that the that part of the deal moving forward because these tv contracts they're not going to want watered down games and eventually they're gonna have to pay the kids uh to play in the bowl game so it's going to be interesting to see where it goes two three four five years from now I don't think it's going to be the same model I just don't personally I think it's not sustainable it's because like everything, the cost, the return on investment for these guys that are giving the money over want to see their teams win. And then what it gets to a point, how much is too much to pay a student, uh, a so-called student athlete? Is it going to be two million, three? but you know, you heard with Cam Ward, it's 3 million. Does that kid, because the coach is under pressure, get paid 10 million in a year or two? I mean, I wonder where it's going to be.
2: No, um, it's a good question, man. And And to me, it's, You get a kid right out of high school, you don't know what he's going to be. I mean, some, you know, but some kids, man, they dominate at the high school level and they don't continue to work and they're not good. They're not productive. They can't play at that level. And Why would you give a kid a hundred grand? Yeah.
0: You know, my, my, and really what I guess would be my final question is just asking you to kind of take me through the, the process from uh the labor to the baby. How does the money get from A to to where does it stored at? Who cuts the deal with the player? Who actually, where does the money come from to get the player? Is that where these collectives come in? Is that kind of how that whole thing works?
2: Well, when I first started hearing these numbers, first of all, I I didn't quite believe them, right? But then I was wondering, where the hell does all this money come from? (laughs) It's there. Okay. It is there. And yes, what I've seen that the more organized programs have, like you just said, a collective, what precisely is comprised of the collective, obviously, you know, fans, there's ways for them to contribute. Um, Car dealerships, people with money, they put it into this collective. And my sense is, I don't know how involved the coaches are, but come on, they got, you know, they gotta be, man. They go to the collective and say, we want this kid or, you know what I mean? I have not been privy to that type of dialogue, but my sense is, you know, that they, they, they've they got to give these collectives an idea whether they want the kid or not and, and what they think they should give the kid. It's, so yeah. I think it's a multiple, multiple sources of the money that goes into the collective and goes to the kid. It goes directly to the kid, what he does with it. Yeah,
1: is there is there you know is there like a set number that they already have in mind and you got have in mind or is is it is it like dealing with the you know like the agency side when you're dealing with an NFL team? Is there a lot of negotiation? Are these deals cut quickly? How much goes into that part of the? Yep, team?
2: there's there's negotiation, absolutely, man. There is, and generally there's a there's a pretty good ballpark from the outset, right? You know, there's no no real extremes one way or the other, but yeah, there's negotiation and uh, yeah, a- there's a, there's negotiation and uh, but there's a kind of a pretty good idea what what is going to be utilized for nil.
0: I you know I, I do we are we at a and I mean when I say when I say we I'm asking for your opinion here or is it a situation where. NIL is here to stay or is it that pay- players, you know, getting compensation is here to stay, whether that compensation comes through this current format or eventually we get to a situation where they unionize, they do revenue sharing off of TV money and things of that nature and just decide to get there, uh, to get, you know, get compensated there. Are, are we, you know, we at a point where the NIL situation might become you know where where it might it's going to change a lot and really become more of a revenue sharing program in the next five ten years.
2: Excellent question. There was a proposal. First of all, I don't know if you read the uh the concurring opinion by uh Kavanaugh, whether you like the guy or not. He was he lambasted the NCAA, who said you have no right; to, these kids should be paid. This is a very conservative U.S. Supreme Court justice. Right. So the NCAA. Not to badmouth them, but in the greed to fight over the power they had appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. And they really got it stuck to them because the groundwork is there for the kids to be flat out paid. Um, But uh, two years ago, there was a proposed legislation called the College Athletes Bill of Rights, which was truly a revenue sharing model, like you just discussed. Very similar to the collective bargaining agreement in the NFL where it's based upon the profit of the the uh, athletic department. They took a percentage of that, deducted. I think there was a formula they utilized. Let's say they made, whatever, $100. They cut it in half. We got $50 to distribute among athletics. And what they would do, they divide it among the players and deduct from that their scholarship. The net amount was distributed to the team. So yeah, there was already a proposed revenue sharing model like you just suggested. I don't know if that died in Congress or whether that will be revived or not.
0: I, I appreciate I appreciate that. I appreciate all the information you uh, you brought today. It's, 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 it's. I know it's it's tough to talk about because it feels like it's a forever changing thing like if we if we came back to you, six months from now, there might be a dozen different provisions and adjustments made to it compared to today. Well, listen, if you talk to me
2: about this a year and a half ago, the numbers have skyrocketed since then. I'm talking whatever, 18 months ago. I'm not
0: really. (laughs) It, It just feels like no one could have expected this. Like, or if they, they just did, they, for whatever reason, I just thought it wasn't going to happen like this. It's like, yeah, they're going to get some – someone's going to get to cut a commercial for an air conditioning company, and it's going to be really localized money, and they'll get a few thousand. They'll have a signing table or something. At exactly. A bar, and that was going to be it.
2: That's what I tried to do in this area. It's like, that's what I thought it was going to be. Hey, man, you get 500 bucks. show up at the wing house. You know you get some free wings and 500 bucks and you got a scholarship. What are you bitching about? Yeah. Seriously,
1: no, it's like I said, these kids, I god bless them. They're I,
2: listen. When I was in college, man, it was a luxury to go to Burger King, it was yeah, what? I
0: didn't have the I, money, I yeah. It was like, uh, when I went to college, it was like Tony and what was it called, like Pat and Tony's with That, that all you can eat pizza buffet and games it was like, yeah, man, if I can get that four dollar. $4 yeah. a week. That's, that's, that's a big night, you know, <laughs> Five 525 with the drink. That was a big deal. Yep.
2: Yeah. So yeah, these are all great questions. Uh, yeah, it's going to change. I think there's going to be rules in place. Yeah.
1: Well, James, I really appreciate you coming on oh, and discussing absolutely. some of this, you know, um, you know, keep in My touch. Right. We're going to, we're going to put this out in the next few days. We'll send you a link so you can have it, uh, um, So a a lot of people are, were asking me about this stuff for a while. Um, I go on different message boards and they always ask me, Hey, do you know uh, agents that could talk about this? And I said, just give me a time. I'll get it done. And we've discussed for a while. I'm glad you came on. So
2: my pleasure, man. Anytime. Hey, Corey, good meeting you, man.
0: Thank you. Good meeting you too, Jake. Anytime
2: fish. Don't hesitate to
1: (laughs) call. All right. No problem. And your dog's now on our show too, man. So (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh oh yes, that was James Tarquin bringing yeah. us, talking to us, giving us details on the NIL and where it's headed. Charles, um it's uh it's it's crazy to think about it. Like and it was we had a lot of questions for him, but I feel bad because it's like, you know, he, he knows what's happening now, but you can tell he's like I don't know if it's going to change in three minutes from me. you know, like he's checking his watch 30 well, minutes. Listen, from I mean, I he's mean listen,
1: he's been part of the process. I mean, now that his, yeah. kid, his kids going to Oklahoma, um, you know, that I'm sure there was negotiating on the part of his son and having to deal with that, with that. I also, you never know, like, if the questions are going to make somebody feel queasy or whatever, yeah. them, but and, I thought he did. It, have... was like
0: he, it was like he said, you know, we all thought this was going to be, you're going to have a merchandise, you know, market on the internet, where you're going to sell your jerseys. You can sign jerseys. You're going to go to the ale house and make a grand and sign some helmets and take some photos, kiss some babies. You'll do like three of those appearances for a year, make five grand, call it a day.
1: Oh, nope. No, it's, not at it's, all. It's, it's it's gone crazy. So
0: five grand doesn't get you. Five grand doesn't even get you like a. That might get you like like a like an intern. <laughs> get you like a. It might get you like a like like a backup punter these days.
1: Why? Nah, it's all right. it's, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. Listen, it's it's a lot of money. I mean, these kids make money going on visits. They get money get you know playing on the team. It I. I don't believe it's sustainable in the current format. I'm not, you know, I'm always the pessimistic person anyway. When it uh, comes to this, I just think in the current format, it's going to get out of control at some point. You got to rein it in. And I think the coach, you hear it from coaches. Um, you hear, it, you you heard Chip Kelly get on after their game and talked about like certain situations, how the you know college football needs to change. So,
0: yeah. Well, you know what? We'll take a quick break. Come back real fast. We're going to go into how much it would have cost FSU to actually get some of those guys to suit up uh, when they played the Orange Bowl because it was not pretty. And we're going to get into that and a little bit about uh, signing day and some other stuff. So we'll be back with uh, more of the fish cast right away.